Is Applied Material Stock, ticker symbol AMAT, a potential buy now? We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Applied Materials. Then we'll give an estimate of their fair value. You'll want to watch till the end when we give a rating to the company. This analysis is going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Applied Materials for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, how has Applied Materials performed? Right now, Applied Materials trades for $138.45 per share. Year-to-date, they're crushing the market. Their stock is up 63%, while the S&P 500 is up less than 12%. In the last decade, Applied Materials has been one of the best-performing stocks. They're compounding at 23% annually. When we go back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 and a half years, Applied Materials compounded at 13% annually. Their stock price really took off toward the end of 2018. They've been crushing the market since then. Right now, Applied Materials pays a 0.84% dividend yield. Their average dividend yield over this time is added to any gains in their stock. Applied Materials trades $17 below their 52-week high. The company's up nearly double from their 52-week low. There's some short interest with over 2% of their shares sold short. Applied Materials is a huge business. They have a $116 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to the business? Applied Materials is the world's largest supplier of semiconductor manufacturing equipment, providing materials engineering solutions to help make nearly every chip in the world. The firm's systems are used in nearly every major process step, with the exception of lithography. Key tools include those for chemical and physical vapor deposition, etching, chemical mechanical polishing, wafer and reticle inspection, critical dimension measurement, and defect inspection scanning electron microscopes. The company was founded in 1967 and is headquartered in Santa Clara, California. Now let's dive deep into their numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A typical business earns 7% returns on capital. By looking for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the company. Applied Materials earned high returns on capital in all five years. They've even increased these returns over this time. Last year, they earned 43% returns on capital. When these returns are averaged out, they earned 34.5% in a given year. That's nearly five times better than a typical business. This is a huge check starting things off on metric number one. Metric number two, we want to see five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. All three need to be up for this to be a check. This metric's all or nothing. We'll include their last 12 months of numbers as well. In this time, Applied Materials has grown their revenues by 59%, their earnings have more than doubled, and their free cash flows have more than doubled. The company's margins are up, they're getting operating leverage on their fixed assets, the company's more profitable today than it was in 2018. This is another huge check on metric number two. Great to see this strong growth with such high returns on capital. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at applied materials from the view of an individual shareholder. We just learned they've more than doubled their earnings or their net incomes in our last metric. At this same time, applied materials has bought back 17% of their shares. They've repurchased nearly a fifth of their business, which increases the ownership percentage for long-term shareholders without them having to spend a dime. It depends exactly what valuations these took place at. Buybacks have the potential to create shareholder value over the long run. 
with their earnings growth and their buybacks, Applied Materials earnings per share have more than doubled. Another check here on metric number three means we're perfect through our first three metrics. Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. Almost the same story here, they've more than doubled their free cash flows. With their big share buybacks, their free cash flows per share are up a lot. This is another check on metric number four. Applied Materials still a perfect four for four on our analysis. How will the business keep performing? But first, it's time for our bonus. Right now, Applied Materials pays a 0.84% dividend yield. As our bonus, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. Applied Materials has grown their dividends in each of the last five years. They've also grown their earnings and their free cash flows over this time. They easily support their dividends using their free cash flows. They've been a solid dividend growth stock. That's also the case today. This is exactly what we want to see here. It's a check on our bonus. Metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go bankrupt. Applied Materials had $3.2 billion of net debt in their last fiscal year. They've reduced this. Today, they're sitting on a cash position. They have $438 million of cash left over after paying off all their debt. In the last five fiscal years alone, they've generated $18.7 billion of free cash flow. This is a fantastic financial position to be in. Applied Materials generates a ton of free cash flow and they have a cash position. This is another monster check on metric number five. In their last 12 months, they produce $7 billion of free cash flow, up from where they've been at in any of these previous years. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Applied Materials have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Applied Materials average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for Applied Materials based on their free cash flows. Right now, the company has a $115 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their market cap and their net debt position. It looks at the business similar to it being a private company. In the last five years, we learned they generated $18.7 billion of free cash flow. This means in an average year, they generate $3.7 billion. When we divide that by their $115 billion enterprise value, we get a 3.3% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, when we divide their $7 billion of free cash flow from their last 12 months by their $115 billion enterprise value, we get a 6.2% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. These are split on either side of the yield from the 10-year treasury. We're looking at an average basis here as free cash flows can be lumpy year to year and we want sustainability. Coming in all the way on metric number six, this is our first and only exits day for applied materials. Don't just throw this business out. We're not finished. We still need to estimate their fair value per share and talk about our rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze applied materials. This takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of their last three years of free cash flow, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. Up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for applied materials. They've been a very predictable business in their past. That's not a guarantee for the future. Semiconductors are a cyclical industry. As a key semiconductor supplier, applied materials is subject to some of those same cycles. If we assume they grow their average free cash flows at just under 13% annually for the next 10 years, 
Then in the following decade, assuming this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at 6.5% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. Keep in mind this may be slightly skewed downwards based on how the accounting's done for their share buybacks. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, if today's valuation multiples are the same 20 years into the future, an estimate of applied materials fair value per share is around $82. That's down more than $50 from their current stock price. Keep in mind, it's well within the range of their 52-week lows. It's $11 above their 52-week low of $71 per share. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows, it includes their average dividend yield and any potential gains in their stock. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before you make any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll talk about our rating for applied materials, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the company's qualitative factors may be even more important. Why don't we find out what these are? Starting with the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, Applied Materials is the chip equipment industry standard bearer. The firm has the broadest product portfolio and offers customers the closest thing to a one-stop shop. Number two, Applied Materials has been streamlining operations to lower its cost structure and has reinvested some of the savings in R&D while bolstering operating margins. Number three, Applied Materials has benefited from the proliferation of OLED displays, which share manufacturing technologies with those used in semiconductor fabrication. As these displays have become more complex in recent years, demand for Applied's relevant tools has risen. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negatives of their business as well. Let's look at the factors supporting a short thesis. Number one, to maintain its market share, Applied must compete successfully in various segments with numerous firms that only specialize in their submarkets. Therefore, Applied Materials may not have the best of breed product in every segment in which it competes. Number two, Applied Materials is exposed to the cyclical semiconductor industry, which means that its financial results can fluctuate considerably. Number three, the chip equipment business can be competitive among incumbents with Tokyo Electronic, LAM Research, and KLA all boasting best-in-class tools in certain sub-segments. Those are some qualitative factors about the business. Now let's talk about our rating. We've learned through analyzing Applied Materials stock ticker AMAT, the company checks the box on five of our six metrics. They also look good on our bonus. The company just looks off based on its average valuation, even though their current valuation is above some of the risk premium we were looking for. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. <clears throat> Applied Materials has some of the signs of being a wonderful business, though they're still subject to the cyclicality of the semiconductor industry. We've already started to see some semiconductor firms experience cyclicality in their business. Semiconductors broadly have been some of the top performing stocks in the last decade. Applied Materials has been right there with them. Whether or not that keeps continuing into the future is up for debate. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, from today's valuations, if their multiples are the same 20 years into the future, you believe those assumptions and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of their fair value per share is around $82. The company last traded at those levels in October of 2022. That price is $11 above their 52-week low. When we look at all the factors for applied materials, they look like an excellent candidate for more research. They seem to be a wonderful business. Be patient on the price you'd pay for their stock. 